to the Flying Solo Podcast, a show for those going it alone in business. If you're working solo or have dreams of starting up, you'll find support, inspiration and advice at Australia's largest and liveliest small business community. Find us at flyingsolo.com.au or join us on Facebook. Here's your host, Robert Gerrish. Hello all and welcome to another Flying Solo Podcast. If you've not yet checked out our new premium membership offering, then I think you really should. We've added a swathe of new benefits to help your business stand out and to help you stay at the top of your game. As part of membership, you get a coaching session with little old me, entry to a great new private discussion group, access to our library of over 80 how-to videos, deals and discounts, and a whole lot more, all for just $99. Quite ridiculous. Um, Please head to our join page to find out more. Now, I'm delighted to have back in the podcast studio, Beck Derrington. Beck has a background in public relations and started SourceBottle, a wonderful resource that connects experts to PR opportunities. And she started this business way back in 2009. Today, the business operates across Australia, New Zealand, the US and the UK. I love it. So happy to be talking to you. Hello, Beck. Oh, hello, Robert. Thank you so much for having me back. Oh, it's great. Now, look, I, I must tell you, I get your source bottle emails every day, as can anybody who signs up for a source bottle. And I just still continue to be amazed by these the leads and opportunities that, that come through and plop onto my desktop. So thank you. <laughs> thank you for taking the time to read them. I, I, I agree. I um. So from time to time, I have a few people that help me with the service, but from time to time, I sort of dip in and out and look at some of the, the call-outs that are coming out. And I still genuinely get excited when mm. I see a fantastic opportunity and I think, oh, my gosh, please run with this here, people. Like, you know, it's just it will it, – it's a real game changer for a lot of businesses. Yeah, and what I've noticed over the years, you know, because I've been a, a loyal supporter of yours since day one – and what I notice is, and obviously this is all part of the sort of topic that we're going to look into at the moment, this whole new sort of uh, this thing called influencing or influencers. And I'll, I'll come back to that in a second. But what I notice over the years with SourceBottle is that the opportunities are changing and clearly brands and other publishers and blogs are getting very clear on precisely who they want to talk to. So, you know, I remember a few years ago, it was a little bit vague and, you know, no criticism of SourceBottle, but of the kind of the briefs that came up. And you almost had to sort of sell yourself and explain to the potential publishers what the opportunities were. Whereas now it seems much more, they know exactly who they want. They know exactly what they want to talk to them about. You know, they usually they want them sort of tomorrow afternoon. It's usually fairly quick. Um, mm. It's really changed, hasn't it, over the time? It has. It's it's quite exciting to watch. Um, I think sort of that transition, particularly in what what you're talking about with um, owned content. You know, I, I I think we sort of always talk about earned, owned, and paid sort of content mm. and so there's definitely been a huge shift towards paid content and sponsored content um, even with a lot of sort of more traditional publishers sort of looking at ways of of supplementing their declining advertising revenue mm. um, sort of looking through um, you know um, different different forms of, of positioning native advertising to try to sort of make it seem more like a legitimate news story but owned 
content publishers. So the ones that actually have like a Qantas magazine, you know, they're the traditionals, but a blog or anything like that. I mean, some of those are really creating fantastic content with their promotional messages is kind of very sort of supplementary. They're Mm. becoming thought leaders in a particular industry area and the content they're creating is attracting a lot of, a a huge audience and they're becoming um, sort of, you know, I suppose leaders in an industry through the content they're creating. And it's, it's such an exciting transition so that, you know, everyone can be a publisher these days and, and have that, that influence, that level of influence, yep. um, rather than the traditional advertising, uh, sorry, traditional media as was in the past. Mm. And look, sorry, you just caught me as having a sip of water, man. <laughs> <laughs> That'll teach me. But um, <laughs> you but, thought I was going to dribble on for much longer. It sounded like it. Oh my god! No, 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 not at all. But. Um, <laughs> The, yeah, I mean, it's look, you know, as you know, flying solo, we are technically we are a publisher, and of and, course you are, yes. yeah. And we have this same thing where, as as you say, it's um, you know, it's content, and incre- increasingly we are getting uh, advertisers and sponsors, and you know, it is those lovely people that kind of keeps us, keeps us in business, um, yes. and they're wanting and realizing that um, if they're going to get the attention of an audience that have an awful lot of stuff at them that's vying for their attention they've got to up their game the content's got to be better it's got to be more genuine it's got to be more sincere so of course what they're doing is they're coming to people um influencers as they're known who already have a bit of a following already have a bit of a standing and they're going hey we'd like to get our brand or our service in front of some of your eyeballs let's let's work out how we can do that so that's would that be how you would um, define an influencer? Yes. So yes, I, I look. I think there are so many types of influencers. I mean, I, I think the influencer marketing is is not really new, but mm. the way I think in Australia we're approaching it is a little bit. Um, uh, I, I don't. I, I don't think we're ahead of the game yet okay. because. We're sort of slowly trying is a, to. Is that a polite way of saying we're behind the game? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's right. Okay. I, I just think our um, our appreciation. I mean, so when I talk about influencer marketing, I'm not talking about sponsored content. No, I'm not no. th- talking about paying someone to promote a brand. Right. Um, because that's 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 you know been going on forever that's yep. just a sponsorship arrangement or it's celebrity endorsement just the celebrities are changing so that there's nothing i think new about that i think we're looking at influencer marketing and describing it um, as being that because just the people are changing and of course all of a sudden um Anybody can have a, a good following if they're creating something that people want to see, watch, read, then uh, and they're attracting a big audience. Then people want to jump on. Exactly like you said, you know, mm. flying solo is a perfect example of, of of an influencer platform. You're creating incredible content, and people want to obviously get access to your audience. Um, but the way they're doing it, I think, is is needing to get a, a little bit smarter. See, I I really fundamentally don't believe that if, you know, if you're an influencer um, and you're endorsing something, um, 
you know, if you're being paid for that, that's your sponsored content. But yep. if you're actually doing it because that, you know, you're, you're walking along the path of earned media, which is why traditional media was so powerful in the first place, it's because you couldn't pay for it. Yep. So there was this real legitimacy to the message that you were sending. And and I sort of, I think, so influencer marketing in my, in my understanding and the way I believe it really should be sort of you know, working towards the way we should really be defining influencer marketing is, is you know, it's it's brand super fans. It's it's you know those the sorts of people that you don't have to pay for this. This is earned media. This is earned content, mm. and that's much more influential than if it's sponsored content, which is something we've always done. But because you know, because we're doing it through different vehicles, different platforms, and via social media, it's. That we're labelling it as influencer marketing, and I don't really believe it is. Okay, all right. So look, let me just pick up on a few points there. So bearing in mind, you know, who our listeners, who our listeners are, I'm going to what I'm going to do in a moment is is look at it if we can through their sort of lens and saying, okay, yes. there's this thing going on. How do I, um, how do I sort of secure my spot within there? How do I benefit from what's going on? So that's. Just to let you know, that's where I'm going to take us to in a minute, right? Yes. But yes. so from where where you're talking, um, as you say, you know, you, you've given a very sort of clear picture of, of your view of influencer marketing. So what we're saying is that um, is that what brands are doing and what they've they've realised is that it's far better to. Um, create, you know, a word of mouth to create an idea that spreads to do things, do uh, develop products and services that are genuinely talked about. That's that's the power of influencer marketing. Would that, would that be yes. right? Is that a fair summary of it? I think that's a, a great summary of it. Because mm. it, you know, there's um, I forget the guy's name. That um, wonderful U.S. writer called the Ad Contrarian who's always sort of chucking bricks at the world of the ad industry, um, you know, which is fair enough. But um, one of the things that, <laughs> yes. you know, he's talking about or that he's regularly been talking about, and uh, his name may or may not come to me, it's hard to know. But um, he's... I should know, but I don't. I, yeah, um, no, don't I'm, I'm going to write his name down when you remember it. Yeah, don't hold your <laughs> breath. Um, but, you know, what What he talks quite a, quite a, a bit about is is that so many brands are kind of fooling themselves that because they've got you know two or three hundred thousand Facebook likers, that really anybody gives a damn, you know, just because you might like um, you know Cadbury's or some such thing on their Facebook page, it has no relevance or no real meaning, and you know, and there's some some measurements are being done now where where I think brands are starting to realise that 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 this this is kind of fake love, it's not real. Yes. Um, so there is, you know, it's interesting. There's this real sort of um, parallel going on, isn't there? Where, where you know, you put it very nicely and succinctly. This is what influencer marketing is. But I still think there's a lot of brands out there that are kind of fooling themselves. That you know, everyone's walking around saying how much they love their brand, and it's just not. It's not the way the world works, is it? That's right. I think, you know, social. Just, I, I think one of the fundamental downfalls of the way where. Um, we're prioritizing our, our spend or our expenditure with with respect to influencer marketing is that 
we're just we're we're applying traditional advertising methods to a social platform. So you know the benefit of social media is it's all about engagement. So that's a, a two way communication generally, yep. and. The problem with, and usually that means you don't have control over the message, but as soon as you start implying, you know, applying controls over the message, so you're controlling the message that's going out there, there's a cost that's associated with that because that's no longer earned, that's paid. And and I think, and, and but people are valuing how much they're paying by the number of eyeballs that might potentially see it. And that's the that's the traditional advertising above the line principle. Like you know, what's the reach? Yep. Well, that doesn't really work when it comes to advertising uh, to social media, um, which is the traditional platforms that you know. So, you know, three hundred million people might see it, but the conversion might be very low, and that's really the only thing that matters to someone mm. who's advertising via that. The conversion might be very low because Kim Kardashian, she might, you know, it's it's just a a. a a branding advertisement. It may not convert because if you tried to reach out to Kim Kardashian and say, you know, that handbag that you're you've got draped over your shoulder and you've been paid two hundred thousand dollars and you've had to acknowledge that you've been paid for this this placement, um, what colours does it come in? You know, yeah. what does it feel soft on the inside? Which is which is was the true benefit of social media. It's a two way mm. communication. As soon as one side breaks down and it becomes just um, a, an amplification platform. Um, then you know that the social the, the power of the social medium is is lost, and so you know it becomes what it is, and and so I, I sort of always find that people with smaller you know they, they talk about micro influences, and I'm a very strong mm. believer of micro the power of micro influences. But my probably my um, assessment of what a micro influencer is versus say um, you know someone that might sort of say. Fit, a, fit a, an advertising brief from a client is is completely different. They'll say, okay, a, a micro influencer starts at about three thousand followers on a particular platform to a hundred thousand, or you know, twenty five thousand. Well, that's not true because I mm. really fundamentally believe the more intimate the connection you have with your audience, and the more trust you have, the more engagement you will have and the more conversion that will result in. So, you know, you're you're if someone's an expert in a particular topic, you're going to trust what they're going to say. They won't compromise what they want to say, mm. probably. You know, that and a lot of a lot of these influ- professional influencers say they'll never compromise themselves. But, you know, if if you're saying something and you've got this sort of trust with this particular person, but they might only have 200 followers, what they say matters yes, and it's right. more likely to convert a lot more. And and if you do say to that person, how what colours will that, does a handbag come in? They'd probably say, oh, it comes in brown and yellow. I love the the canary, you know, yellow version because it's it's just goes so well with my skin tone. I mean, who knows? But, you, you know, you're going to have that genuine, that authentic connection. Mm with the audience and that's what's powerful quite right and look i've got to get you off handbags or so i can just see this is just going to go way out of control <laughs> um so look shock horror i just remembered uh the person's name is bob hoffman so bob hoffman is bob hoffman. okay i'm writing that hoffman, down bob. hoffman bob hoffman that's, yeah that's he, a hard name to say isn't it it is <laughs> but uh you yeah, know he's, he's a for for anyone listening who's kind of interested in the uh, online advertising digital world uh, his views are very contrary and um, and pr- 
pretty compelling as well. But anyway, all right. So let's. I'm going to. Let's. I'm going to kind of move you to where I was suggesting. So let's. And this is. Um. You know. I know that you've you've recently started a business called Influencer Hub, and we'll come on and explain what that is in the moment. But I'd like you just to put yourself firmly in the place of a. Uh, well, let's call them an independent professional. So. One of our typical, you know, one of our typical kind of audience members, someone who maybe sells, uh, uh, well, I could sell anything, products or services. But let's imagine that you're, let's, well, let's stick with what you're talking about. Let's say you are a handbag manufacturer <laughs> and retailer. Why am I doing this? <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't be doing this. But let's say that's what you are. You're someone who makes kind of, you either make or you you sell you know, lovely handbags, you know, custom-made handbags in a sort of crafts, artisan-y kind of way. And you've heard about this thing called influencers. So how can you, as that business owner, how can you benefit? How can you jump on this influencer thing? How can it help you in your business? Look, it's, it's very, very straightforward. You know, this is the thing. I think people try to suggest that this is a very complex um, concept. It's exactly the way it was 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. It's just the people who are likely to reach your audience have changed and they're a little bit more disparate. So that's that's that can be the challenge. But it just gets back down to brass tacks. Who is communicating best to your audience and how will you get them to promote your product to them? So in the past, working in that kind of space, you would you would send samples to different magazines, different publishers, whoever was reaching and talking to your audience, yep. or you'd pay for advertising spots. So you you pay in product, or you pay in revenue, like in money. Yep. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Nothing much has changed, because you know the thing is, you you might say, okay, I'm going to ditch a whole lot of money, and I'm going to find a really super powerful influencer, someone with a huge audience, but that actually is made up of people that would be likely to buy my product. And you might make that investment and it might pay off for you. Mm-hmm. But there's just, you know, there's no guarantee. But I suppose that's like everything. That's like advertising in a traditional medium. So I suppose what they need to do is start thinking, okay, which platform is my audience on? Yep. So which social platform or mm-hmm. which magazine are they reading? I mean, let's just get back to traditional. Which sure. magazine? What TV stations? What media are they consuming? And so I need to find someone, an influencer within that medium to promote my product. And if it's if it's a blogger, then try try sending them a sample and saying we'd love you to I'd love you to review this. Gotcha. Source Bottle gives opportunities like that all the time. Yep. Um if you're if if it's a a sort of celebrity influencer, then you might have they might have an agent, someone that you go through, and you might have to pay for that endorsement. Yep. Um, more than just in product, and so and if it's a traditional advertising arrangement, then it's a traditional advertising arrangement. But just it might be on a digital platform, but still a traditional advertising arrangement. Sometimes you know, in terms of unearthing who those influencers might be, say if Instagram's the platform of choice, then you might sort of do searches through hashtags. There are different platforms that obviously can start talking about sure. reach, and 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 also measuring engagement. I mean, that's the, that's the pivotal thing mm. to really look at. Is it's not working? all about reach. It's about are these people engaging? And, you know, follow them for a while. You can see for yourself what type of 
two-way communication they're offering and if they're getting enormous engagement on the platform. Um, so, yeah, so hashtags and search terms, you know, a lot of these platforms make it quite easy to unearth the very the very top, you know, five to ten. But you yeah. might be looking at more what I believe is more powerful, the micro-influencers, which are more likely to um, be more cost-effective and probably more likely to do it just with a product. Okay, so a micro-influencer might be somebody who's got a blog but has a good loyal following and has a newsletter that a lot of people open each week or month. That's a micro-influencer. Or it could be someone on Instagram um, that sort of, you know, it's got they might have up to 2,000 on average sort of engaged followers on a platform if if all they're talking about is handbags hmm. you you want you want that's a good you want place to be, to be. you want yeah. to be there okay mm. let's look at okay let, that's that's great let me just look at it from a different position then so forget handbags they've gone now so okay. but let's if you can wipe that out of your mind so let's imagine somebody who's listening thinking oh my god um i'm an influencer i've got a following so mm. let's imagine someone who's doing that in whatever sort of area but they're not they're not doing anything with it necessarily but they realize they've got a loyal following people hanging on to their every word they're opening their posts they're opening their emails they're looking at their images how might from that sort of perspective how does that person um then reach out to okay we'll go there again the handbag manufacturer (laughs) and say you know hey i've got I've got this. Do you want to give me that? I mean, how how does that transaction sort of where does that start? Well, I mean that that's there. Look, there are platforms for people like that if they want to monetize it. But if we if we're actually if you're talking about let's continue to create fabulous content mm. um, and and showcase some of the best products in my industry area, my vertical market, whatever that is, handbags. Um, then, you know, I suppose one of the ways you'd probably do that is is you would actually you could put a call out on on Source Bottle, say yep. for the you know, you could you could easily do that and say either for samples or for just, you know, descriptions. So you're actually writing and showcasing the very best. Yeah, okay. Um, I mean, that's important for you to continue to maintain your integrity as, as an influencer in that space. So it, it works two ways. I mean, look, I think Unfortunately, as soon as someone's told they're an influencer, they're, they're trying, they're, they will consider how do I monetize this? Yes. And, and that's... Well, that's not unreasonable, I suppose. I mean, no, of course it's not unreasonable. And particularly, I mean, I don't, I don't begrudge anyone trying to make a living out of a blog if they're investing that much time and that sure. sort of thing in it. Not at all. Um, but I do think that sometimes, you know, that there is a very sort of delicate uh, line you need to walk in terms of trying to um, both cash in on that that mm. level of influence and also maintain the integrity, yeah, of course, of, of being yeah. an and influencer, of course. And we both, we all see. I'm sure everybody listening sees instances on a regular basis where that line has been firmly crossed in a, in a negative direction. And you yeah. think, you know, really, you do you think that much of this product? Do you really? Um, that's right. Okay. Well, look, I think that's uh, I think. You know, I think that's really interesting and and particularly, as you said right at the beginning, where, you know, we've got some catching up to do. So, you know, one of the many beautiful things I like about um, being in business where we are in our gorgeous part of the world 
is that sometimes we do get a little bit of an insight into what's coming around the corner. And I'm, I'm trying my mm. utmost to put that in a way that just sounds pleasant because I mean it sincere, <laughs> sincerely. I think that's a, a lovely way of putting yeah, it. But and I, I hadn't do. thought about it that no, way. We've got know, signposts coming yeah, our way. We have. Yeah. So, we, so what you're saying and what you're seeing, and again, one of the lovely things about the fact that you've got your sort of business tentacles, you know, in the US and the UK um, and New Zealand, is that you're you're obviously seeing that this influencer thing is 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 getting stronger and bigger so it's important that we as as individuals as business owners that we do get our heads around all this because mm-hmm. there are opportunities there and not only opportunities but things that just we need to be aware of because it affects are you know it's affecting our society it's affecting everything we read and this whole fake news real news you know it's all bundled into all of that stuff isn't it yeah. so it's it's good that we get our heads around it okay so look you've recently launched influencer hub now i know this is more aimed at the brands than the individual i guess that would be fair to say just tell me a little bit about that what why did you start it and what is that doing what's that service doing well, so I mean, I've you, as as I've sort of I've probably you know not ex- articulated terribly well or succinctly, but I, I mean I'm very pro earned and owned media. Um, I I and I believe I sort of believe in the power of the micro influencer, and I believe in the power of authentic. Um, endorsement and so that that earned media side of it again you know people you haven't paid for it people are you know spontaneously sprouting wonderful things about your product Mm. um influencer hubs are marketing SaaS tool so it's a software as a service tool um makes it easy for either your super fans or your team to amplify your content or co-created content or user-generated content quickly, efficiently, and at scale. So that mm. probably sounds a bit complicated. But so it, it's just basically it's it's a, it's a sharing amplification tool where super fans or your team, so your staff, yep. um, can share or co-create content with you and then share it across their own social media, uh, social platforms. So, um, you know, it's it's like a content curator in, in, in mm. some ways. It's also a content creator and um, and it's also it's just sort of um, engaging your super fans or your team and and helping them like even just, you know, educating them about new products, new opportunities. And then it's sort of it's obviously it's gamified and there's rewards and things like that. Mm. So it's 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 a SaaS tool that sort of really looks at that whole influencer marketing, but not in a paid way so legitimate super fans and and employees okay so if we want to see that we go to influencerhub.com yes okay and how when did you start that business i started the business um well it's taken a sort of a a few sort of iterations actually it's been evolving as an idea Mm. for probably probably much longer than it's been around um it's in true form it's actually been alive for the last say 18 months oh, okay and um and i've sort of you know i've had some some great traction with different businesses that have have helped me sort of evolve it through that beta stage <clears throat> excuse me to where it is now but you know like it's it's things like um when you think about brand messages being reshared you know 25 24 times more frequently when it's shared by an employee versus a brand, you know, there's there's a whole mm. lot of currency in 
either your super fans who are sharing your content and loving you sick and maybe you don't even know it and acknowledge it or and, and your, your team that are working there and you know creating that sort of harmony and communication and engagement with your your, your staff like it so this tool tries to do that tries to help make that easy and at scale particularly when we've got geographically we're we're distributed so broadly that's fantastic and as you know as you rightly say it means so much more when you know a member of a company talks about it as opposed to the marketing man from the company or the the head of the company and it's so you know it to actually create um, a business around that it sounds like a, you know, a very smart idea by you, which comes as no great surprise. But oh. then, I, you know, you look at other businesses <laughs> where, you know, I'm thinking of some of the stuff that's been going on for Uber from a sort of management yeah. perspective where, you know, we see the downside of when staff speak up about something and go, well, yes, he's always been like that sort of comments. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and how negative, negatively that impacts on a business. But um, we're far more used to that than we are actually hearing, you know, kind of staff of a business really rally around and go, I love working for this company. I love, I believe in what they do. I love how they do it. You know, and it's um, the fact that you're harnessing that, that's, that's totally fantastic. So, oh, um, and how many in your team these days? Oh, it's still very small. So right. in the Source Bottle team, there's three of us. Right. And in the Influencer Hub team, uh, with the tech side, they're sort of, you know, that's scalable. Oh, sorry, not scalable. That's kind of changeable. Right. Um, and then there's kind of another director and and some more support people. But yeah, it's still okay. very small, very lean operation. Okay. I mean, I only seem to understand how to work in that way. I'd love to be saying, oh, yeah, we've got 15 <laughs> staff. But and, it does uh, sound like it's, you know, it's small by design. That's what you're saying. Yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to say that. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> hey, that's what I say. Try, try it on. It's great. And um, you know, it's worth just just recognising. Well, he, you know, here you are. You've also got three boys, very evenly spaced, twelve, nine, and six. Um, so you know, you, you're a busy woman, and um, but you're just loving it, and I think it's fantastic. So I'm really so pleased to have had you here again today. Thank you, Robert. Yes, love your work. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so go and have a look at influencerhub.com, people. And also, if you're not signed up with Source Bottle, well, really, you're missing something. So I would definitely do that. Source, S O U R C E. Is that right? Yeah, sourcebottle.com or .com today, you that one? Both, but bo- Both, .com is the best. Yeah, yeah. .com. Okay, terrific. So, uh, Beck, thanks. Can I get you back again in a little while? Oh, I would love to come back anytime. Oh. Great. All right. So look, before I go, please don't forget that when it comes to creating a truly lovable business, we get you and Flying Solo Premium Membership has all the tips and tools you'll need for just $99. Head to our join page to learn more. And that's where we'll leave this show from Flying Solo and your host, Robert Gerrish. We'd love to receive feedback, even a brief review for those listening via iTunes. If you're planning to start a business or rejuvenate the one you're in, check out our bestseller, Flying Solo, How to Go It Alone in Business. It includes everything we know about working on your own. And of course, we invite you to dive into the resources and supportive community at flyingsolo.com.au.